Welcome to the Ghost Gal Podcast, a podcast dedicated to paranormal investigations and histories. I'm your Ghost Gal, Liz Kowal. Tonight we're going to be doing something a little bit different. I have my ghost guy. Adam. Is that your name? Yeah, you can call me Ghost Guy or Adam or whatever. I'm going to call you something else. Welcome to the Ghost Gal Podcast, a podcast dedicated to paranormal investigations and histories. I'm your ghost gal, Liz Kowal. Ew, is that a bug on our wall? Where? That green thing. Recording that part again? <laughs> God, that flew at me. It's just a moth. Oh, okay. I don't like bugs. The hell you say. I didn't even wake up Meredith or Eugene. Did you see your overreaction? <laughs> Ready? Yep. Okay. Take 4,000. Welcome to the Ghost Gal Podcast, a podcast dedicated to paranormal investigations and histories. I'm your ghost gal, Liz Kowal. Today we're going to do something a little bit different. I'm here with my husband Adam and we're going to be talking about the legends of the Melonheads. Okay, so starting off with the history of the Melonheads, they are patients from either asylums or hospitals that suffer from hydrocephalus or water on the brain. And there are legends around in Michigan, Ohio, North Carolina, and Southwest Connecticut. The legends in all of these states have similarities, that they were either tortured and abused, medically experimented on, mistreated, the hospital lost funding, um, but something, some sort of tragedy happened in the asylum or hospital, which caused the patients either to be freed or they fled into nearby woods, which they then became feral, and some of them became cannibals. The medical condition causes them to have large swollen heads. So their bodies appear to be tiny, but they have these large bulbous heads. So the legend goes that if you, that they're very territorial. So if you enter in the woods near their homes where they've taken up shelter, that they will jump down from the trees. They will chase you out. They will attack you, try to kill you. And they're living in the woods because... There was that like medical center hospital of some sort back there, and when they lost funding, they just let the kids kind of go. Isn't that what the... That's what the story says. Yeah. The Felt Mansion, I believe, was, was once like a, like you said, a medical facility or sanctuary type for these um, patients. And then once the hospital lost funding, the legend says that they just let the kids become feral and exactly. run in the woods. We'll get to some of the symptoms of hydrocephalic kids and why I don't think that this really makes sense as to what they are. So I guess that being said, I mean, like, I know we've never actually been out there or anything like that, but I mean, like, that's where the legend comes from. But I mean, like, there's obviously something, I mean, like, I don't know, is there something that's, like, making people think that that is the case? I mean, is, like, is there a chance that there is, like, some sort of spirits or something like that in those woods? 
mm-hmm. that I mean, like, you know, are being mis uh, misidentified. Yeah, misidentified as melon heads because of the lore and everything. Right, and it's also. I mean, if they're in Michigan, Ohio, North Carolina. Yeah, I thought maybe Indiana, but maybe that's just because it's regional. Would it make sense that there's all these hospitals that all lost funding or I mean, whatever? it could. I mean, like, I, I could see that maybe At the sense. same time? Well, I mean, I, I guess it depends on, like, I mean, like, if the government decides that we don't want to research, you know, we don't want that anymore, you know, no more research on that, you know, particular type of ailment we're just going to cut all the funding for all those hospitals right yeah i guess so i mean but is that you know it'd be interesting i didn't really research what it was for other areas just for michigan if yeah. that's the same legend you know from this you know everywhere yeah i'm sure they probably have some different stories and this one says that they're in connecticut too so oh really yeah so i'm curious too i mean if that can if that was part of the reason why the like idea of just letting them go came from like where was like this area like Michigan Ohio which say North Carolina mm-hmm. and where else South Carolina no this one said Connecticut Connecticut oh Connecticut that's weird because I was thinking like if it's all in this one area here which I guess Connecticut still I mean this East Coast but like if everyone in the country came. To this one area, like these few areas were right here with that ailment. And then everything got, you know, all the funding got cut. When did the funding get cut? Um, it was before the 30s because I think it said it was like a seminary school in the 30s. Okay, because that's what I was wondering, you know, I mean, like Great Depression type stuff. I mean, like, could people, like, not make that trek to come pick up their kids and everything like that? And that's where that, like, idea came from that they just like let them loose because people couldn't come and claim their kids oh yeah you know i mean like yeah it's because i mean if, you know you don't hear about the melon heads and stuff like that anywhere i mean maybe you do i haven't out west i mean it's all here and then like you said connecticut now yeah but just you know i mean like there's got to be like some you know there's always that like kernel of truth to it in there somewhere it just depends on what it actually is right well, and some of these stories, so they all talk about the um, melon heads originating from some sort of hospital or corrupt doctor. Yeah. Um, so the one in Ohio said that the doctor was making their heads even larger by injecting even more fluid into their brains, which I'm not sure why, what, what he was doing. Yeah. Um, performing scientific experiments, um, causing their hair to fall out. Um, their bodies to mutate, but then the children murdered the doctor and set fire to the orphanage, which led the children to live a feral life in the woods, becoming cannibals. So there's that that same. It seems to me they all have that common link. It's like it's always a very very similar. Like you said, like doctor hospital. Yeah, somebody becoming corrupt or losing funding. Yeah, and then the. The children being released or escaping to the woods and becoming feral and some becoming cannibals. So um, they're said to be very territorial. Um, So when people go out in the woods looking for them, that's when they attack. So here's why the hydrocephalic theory doesn't work for me. 
Some of the symptoms of hydrocephalus are headache, blurred and double vision, nausea and vomiting, problems with balance, slowing or loss of developmental progress like walking or talking, vision problems, poor coordination, difficulty remaining awake or waking up, sleepiness. With all of those cognitive yeah, imbalances. Yeah, there's no way for them to actually like physically they, function as feral. Feral beings yeah. that are going to chase you down and attack you, like take down grown exactly men and women. Even if there was a pack of them. Yes. Yeah. So I can't really see them being that coordinated yeah. enough if they have difficulty walking and talking. Exactly. Well, I guess the talking doesn't matter. You can still yeah. attack somebody if you can't talk, but... If you have difficulty with balance, yeah, like motility and in general. I mean, like, how are you going to chase somebody down? So that's why that theory doesn't really work for me. Not to say that there aren't melon heads. Maybe there's some sort of alien beings. But even then, I mean, like, so what makes those areas? I mean, is that like another, uh, like you know, Point Pleasant type thing? You yeah, know, like, those areas are like specific for some reason. Yeah, you know? I don't know. It'd be interesting to look at ley lines. Yeah, because um, ley lines are said to you know entice that. Paranormal really kicked that up, paranormal activity, yep. to see if any of those areas, you know, Sagatok, Michigan, and Kirtland, Ohio, and I think it said Southwest Connecticut. See where they lay on there? Yeah. Yeah. What do you think the melon heads could be? Um, maybe nothing. You Maybe they just I mean, don't even yeah, exist? Maybe, like maybe yeah. I, I, I think there's a good possibility that just, I mean, like, not that they don't exist, but, you know, like, the impetus for it is truth. But, like, where, you know, like, what it is now is just the, uh, you know, the thrill of the legends enticing people. It's true. It could be. I'm also more skeptical about this stuff than you are, so. Yeah. I mean, I'm definitely open to this stuff, but. I'm not going to say that absolutely everything is paranormal. Yeah. Let's see. I just pulled up this map here of ley lines. Um, well, it's hard to tell because I don't know where Kirtland, Ohio is. Kirtland, Ohio is east of Cleveland, like kind of along Lake Erie there. Well, not not like right on Lake Erie, but I don't know much about ley lines. Are they straight lines? Uh, yeah. I mean, they're straight lines. Maybe. They're not like wavy. So, I mean, are they always north and south, or are they just kind of like... No, they're not north. They're not just north and south. Are they all parallel, perpendicular to each other, or are they? can they be, you know, at different angles? Yeah, they're at different angles. Okay. So, here, I'll show you where Kirtland is. See right there in the middle of the screen? Oh, okay. Anything cut through there? I can't tell. Hmm. It says there are ley lines underneath the Field Museum in Chicago. So, yeah, I'm not too super familiar with ley lines, but... Maybe that could be... It would be interesting to see how they line up with that. Yeah, an upcoming episode. Okay, well, this site says that the Great Lakes region has a great deal of light lines, which accounts for the heightened supernatural activity. So I guess that could be a whole other yeah. episode. But I can't tell for sure like where they're running exactly. But hmm, everything I'm trying to click on about ley lines, it says it's an error. Okay, so... Oh, yeah, see, look at... Okay, looking at this map here. Yeah. So that's about where Sagatok is, because it's over by Lake Michigan. And then... Oh, uh, these blue lines, the... Uh, all of those lines are ley lines. But that's in the blue lines, the yellow lines are the state borders. Okay. What about this black line? Is that... Yeah. If that's a ley line, then yeah, I mean, like, that is right through. It kind of, I mean, maybe it's a little off, but it's pretty close. Yeah. Like you said, it's really hard to read in that map. Yeah, but see, look, here's Cleveland, and then here's these lines here. Yeah. 
and that's connected. There's a whole bunch that run through North Carolina. I guess I wouldn't say a whole bunch, but there are. So I'd have to look up to see where they were talking about in Connecticut, or excuse me, North Carolina. Yeah, and there's some that run through Connecticut. Interesting. Okay. Well, yeah. that could be one theory, and, you know, we could be totally wrong on all of that, but yeah. I wanted to see where that went. Well, especially, too, just thinking, like, you know, we're talking about ley lines and everything like that. I don't know how all that goes, but, I mean, like, if you're looking at, uh, you know, Point Pleasant, West Virginia, and then, you know, North Carolina, Ohio, Michigan, I mean, it all kind of is along some sort of line, whether there's a ley line or not. I mean, there's something there. Yeah. I feel like when we did um, an episode of the Paranormal Pop, we interviewed somebody and they were talking about ley lines. But I feel like that was like way back when I first started because I remember talking about it a little bit. I wonder if I have notes still. Okay. Well, I don't have it in here, but. Okay. I mean, it does sound familiar. I think I remember you mentioning something about that at some point. Yeah. I'll, maybe I'll message Brian. And actually, the only thing I know about ley lines is when I was a nerd in high school, I used to play that. When role. you were a nerd? Or you're just saying? When I was a nerd in high school. Okay. I used to play that role-playing game, Rifts. I've never even heard of that. Yeah. But whatever. There was ley lines and stuff like that. And but I also don't remember you in high school. We're not going to get into that now. Okay, so this is Southwest Connecticut. Yeah, so it kind of seems... Looking through this, they all have similar stories where they were some kind of tragedy happened at this hospital or sink, um, facility that was housing these patients. Because um, the one in Connecticut said that the hospital caught on fire um, in, in an insane asylum in the early 60s. Yeah. The patients took refuge in the woods near Fairfield County in New Haven County, so you could look that up. Look. Yeah, gross. Well, it's just saying their deformities being the result of cannibalism and inbreeding. Fairfield, Connecticut is... Well, yeah, Fairfield County. Would you think Fairfield City would be in Fairfield County? You would think. It is. Okay, good. Well, maybe. Well, see, and this is the other thing, too, is they're saying that, that these hydrocephalus patients hang out in the trees. So if you have balance issues and can barely walk, I doubt you're going to be climbing any trees. I don't have any of those things and I can barely climb a tree, so I concur. You do have balance issues, but not medically induced. Yeah. Okay, so let's just wrap it up. What cryptids and legends are we going to do next? Next, we will do, for sure, the Dogmen. I would like to talk about maybe the Paulding Lights. Paulding Lights would be good. Yep. I definitely want to cover Mothman, even though that's not related to Michigan. Yeah, it's still really cool, though. Yeah, I really like, I'm interested in that. And I think uh, coming up, maybe not quite yet, but soon we should do the Nine Rouge. Yeah, yeah, and all the festivities and everything around yep. surrounding that in Detroit. So if you or someone you know may have encountered a melon head, I of course would love to hear that story. Also, if there are any legends or cryptids specifically that you'd like us to cover, let us know. I hope you enjoyed this mini episode. Remember to follow me on social media. 
If you're enjoying the podcast, please remember to rate and review so other people can find it. I'm your ghost gal, Liz Kowal. Thanks for listening.